0: Hi, and welcome to Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton, and together we are dedicated to waste reduction efforts, big and small. I'm Biz. And I'm Kara. And we're going to talk about our past year and our goals for the next year because it's a new year. So, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. I would say my biggest win for the year, as far as, because I've sort of plateaued as far as consumption waste. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once you once you kind of get into this mindset, you you get into a rhythm, and then it's just like little things here and there. But my big win for the year is moving into the condo that we purchased. And okay. The reason I consider that a win is because we purchased a place that's near my work and near like in the heart of downtown and where all of our basically our life is. Which means Mm -hmm. that we don't have to drive all over the place to get our groceries or for me to drive to work or go to appointments. Like everything is sort of within a very close area of where we move to. Mm -hmm. So it's just been really great to find a place that we like. It's small. We didn't go buy a big grand house. We bought a 700 square foot condo. Those are minimalistic ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have less stuff, you need less room, I guess, right? <laughs> well, and it helps with the process because you just don't want the stuff because you don't have the space for it. And you want the space because you don't have the stuff. It's great.
1: That makes, that makes a lot of
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my biggest win for the year. How about you?
1: Well, I'm curious, before, like, how would you say you must have been using your car more often? So how many chips do you think you're saving by having moved?
0: I would say that it's the little things, because I still rode my bike to work from the place that we were at before, but it was like a 20-minute bike ride versus a five-minute bike ride or an hour-long walk versus a 14-minute walk. It is that accurate because it's so close.
1: Yeah. So I guess what's nice about that is, you know, on days where the weather may not be as nice, you're less deterred like
0: before
1: where you you might have actually taken the car to go to work or something like that. Now you're like, no, no, I can still do it. It's still realistic.
0: Yeah. So I find like in the winter I can handle colder weather without going, Adam, will you give me a ride? (laughs) It's cold. (laughs) And there are certain weather situations where walking is okay, but biking is still difficult, like fresh ice. Like I can still walk my way to work, but biking is Mm -hmm. a little bit more scary.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think for my biggest win, we talked about it before on the EcoMom episode, but the reusable diapers I think would be probably the most substantive um, waste reduction effort that we took on this year. So having a new baby – We really wanted to find an alternative for disposable diapers. And it's just like mind boggling how many, I mean, we washed these reusable diapers, right? So we get a sense of how many disposables we would have used. And it's just crazy. So like every day that we do it, you know, you're talking about like 10 or 12 diapers a day. So the fact that we're using these reusable diapers like makes a big difference, I think, in terms of um, the amount of waste that we're diverting from the landfill. So that's definitely, I think, the biggest, like most noticeable impactful change that we have in in our household.
0: That is definitely huge. Yeah. 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 That's a big one. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Some other things of note, I got myself a new, bigger, stronger, better bike. I had a folding bike previously, which did not handle the snow very well. So (laughs) I, I rode it into November and would start riding it again, like in March. But With those three months, like, any amount of snow, it just couldn't do it. And you couldn't get studded tires for a 20-inch tire. Like, it's just, they're really small. They don't come that size. So Mm -hmm. I took what I liked about the folding bike, which was the step through, the rack, the ergonomic sitting. Because I don't like, like, leaning over on a bike. Like a mountain bike, yeah. I'm not mountain biking, so I don't need to like hunch over, and I'm not <laughs> racing, so I don't need to be like super fast. So I got a cruiser, a step through cruiser, and like got a, a rack for it and some nice pannier bags, and then I got a set of tires for it. So now I can ride all winter. It's like the
1: equivalent of getting a new car, but just more sustainable. It's like a like a <laughs> you
0: know a new filthy outfitted bike. <laughs> yeah, and. I did get it from like a local bike shop rather than Canadian Tire or something, like a big box yeah, store so where you can go with a bike. So I supported local with that as well. That was a big win.
1: It's probably better quality than, than a lot of the other things. So hopefully it'll last longer, you'd think, yeah,
0: right? The, I theoretically, like my, my folding bike was a used bike, which was sort of like my, let's see how I use this. And then I can invest in the actual bike I want so that mm-hmm, I'm not buying a new bike in five years. Theoretically, it should last yeah. for hopefully well over a decade. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> for sure. And what are you doing with the older bike now? The The, the foldable one that you have? I
0: sold it. Oh, great. So it's so being used by someone else. It's being used by That's someone fantastic. else. I sold it to a neighbor in my old place, actually, and he was very excited. (laughs) He was just like, this thing's adorable. I'm going to ride it everywhere.
1: It's funny because I heard that at the um, near the start of the pandemic, I don't know if you heard about this, but there was actually a lot of like a bike shortage. Yeah, People were really keen to get bicycles probably because who wants to ride public transit or what have you to go to work during a pandemic when germs are everywhere, right? So I don't know if that was the logic, but yeah. So it's great that you managed to find one and then someone else managed to get yours out of it too. So that's a good win.
0: Yeah. And then here in town, we have Bike Edmonton, which is like, that's their whole shtick is that they refurbish and and sell used bikes. So Mm -hmm. I think they were doing really well. And that's where I got my bike originally, my folding bike. Oh, cool. Another good eco win that we have is, uh, so we have two cats at home. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And
1: yeah, they're. I mean, we we got got them during the pandemic and I've never had cats before, never had pets. And I was like, okay, well, you know, cat litter is a thing, but we use... I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're, like, little wooden, you know, the leftover wood that they, like, compress and make these little pellets with. Yeah. So we use that instead of calculator. That is also what we use. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fantastic. So we started using that. Wood stove pellets from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can get them, you know, at, like, Rona or Quintet or, like, whatever. Um, And I think Walmart also probably has, them. like, you can get them anywhere, really. Yeah. But, but it's way cheaper than cat litter and it's so much better for the planet than cat litter. Yeah. Because um, the cat litter you would just put in the landfill and like apparently this is a big issue because there's so many cats around like the landfills start getting full of, of that like the I don't know what it's the clay I guess it's clay Let's not even cat get into the strip mining that is required to get the clay out Yeah so we started using wood pallets I think, earlier in the year like really early in the year and those that's been great as well and I think The cats seem to like it. They use it all the time. And the transition was really smooth. Like there was never any accidents or anything like that with them. Um, And we actually, it's so funny because my brother-in-law, they also have a cat. And my mother-in-law also has a cat. So we were just like, hey, guys, you should start using these wood pellets." And we like bought everybody wood pellets. They would also hopefully start incorporating it. Yeah. Did did that work? That's another one. Uh, I think our brother-in-law uses them. I'm not sure. I'll have to check in with my mother-in-law to see if she uh, she's using them, but uh, we're spreading the word. I actually find <laughs> that
0: they they keep the smell down pretty well, too, hey? And it's significantly easier. Like, I feel
1: like the litter box itself doesn't get as dirty. I don't know if you found this. Well, because all of the sawdust just goes to the bottom. Yeah, and it just doesn't stick to the container, whereas I found that the cat litter, like, sometimes would yes. just, like, stick. Yes which was so frustrating. It was like really gross having to deal with it before and now <laughs> it just seems seems a lot easier. And yeah. yeah, and you're right. Like it doesn't smell. There's like no real like when you changed the litter before with the, the clay, like there'd be dust that would fly out. Yeah. And now there's that doesn't happen with this stuff.
0: Yeah, um, because the only no. thing that is loose is the wet stuff. And so it's mm-hmm. like not yeah, it's not dusty at all. It's yeah. yeah. It is far superior
1: so for someone who hasn't used it before just an explanation so when the cat like uses the litter box the little wood pellets disintegrate if there's like wetness on it so like they pee or whatever so then that just makes some wood pellets kind of disintegrate and then you would scoop those out and then the other ones they can still be reused and you would just add some more wood pellets so it's very simple and yeah uh, yeah, you can find them anywhere and like they're i think you're right like for barbecue usually when you go the like there's different uses for these wood pellets but it won't actually say that it's meant for cat litter but you can use it as cat litter
0: yeah you can get ones designed for cat litter but they're more expensive and i don't think they're any different oh really yeah i'm pretty sure they're just labeled as wooden cat litter and it's like more like 12 or 15 dollars a bag versus like seven dollars a bag oh yeah yeah so much cheaper
1: (laughs) it is heavier to carry around but uh, it's worth it in the end and
0: what we did is we got a sifting litter box so then Mm -hmm. we scooped the poops out but then we just shake the sawdust out the bottom. Yeah, yeah, that's the
1: way to do it. Or um, yeah. if you happen to have two containers, you could also, sometimes we have just like a second container and then we scoop out the good ones, the good, like like intact wood pellets, and scoop them into that. Then pour everything else out into the, like, the compost and then put it the wood pellets back into the container. So either way it works.
0: We follow the N plus one rule. So the number of cats plus one is how many litter boxes you should have. <laughs> So, they're mm-hmm. kind of, like, everywhere <laughs> because we don't want four litter boxes all in one location. So, there, there's one in... Oh, do you have three? Three yeah, cats? we have three cats <laughs> in our 700 square feet. <laughs> I built, yeah, I built was, like, a... Yeah, that must be a challenge. <laughs> I built, like, a little wall apparatus so that they had some more climbing room and we have a couple cat trees. Yeah. Vin gets oh. to go outside because she's a barn cat. So, it seems kind of mean to keep her inside after she was born in a barn so she goes outside and mm. does her thing and gets moments of peace away from the kittens for a minute or two. <laughs> oh, that's so funny
1: yeah so i think that that's another one and it's such an easy swap if people are you know pet owners and they want something cheap and easy to do this is a good one
0: yeah and then like you can't get those without the packaging but then i use those big bags as my garbage bags
1: oh that's great yeah that's a good idea
0: but, I mean, it takes so long to get through that bag anyways that
1: <laughs> you must not get that many, right? Well, I know. Once I have three cats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I get – yeah. More more cats. More litter. That's all right. Yeah. Let's see. I also – I guess a big win that isn't really, like, something that I did, but Edmonton got the new cart system this year. So, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was before you left. For those of you who don't know, Kara doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but she's from Edmonton. But you weren't here when the cart system was brought in, were you? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. So now our cart, we have like separate carts, which of course living in a condo doesn't apply to me. But as a city, people who got curbside pickup now have a garbage cart and a green bin and then also their recycling, which hasn't changed. But so now, people can put all of their organics their food scraps into the green cart and then, why do you call it a cart because it, it like i don't understand literally like garbage can on wheels and so the oh, it not a bin they don't call it that's weird i've never heard that cart because we call it the green bin <laughs> green bin green cart i don't know
1: i yeah, i feel like maybe
0: they're interchanged i don't know i think they're <laughs> i think the city's calling them carts the cart system. Okay, But yeah, the so the trucks come and they lift them up with the little arms. Mm-hmm. So people are now capped at how much garbage they can have every week, which I think is a win. <laughs> Although apparently it's not so much to other people. They're like, I can't fit all my garbage in this giant 120 liter cart. <laughs> like, <sighs> how? How can you? Yeah, no, no. I don't understand. It's crazy. When I
1: walk around on garbage or recycling day and you just see the sheer amount of stuff that people, oh my gosh, it's, it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember when I lived, when I lived in our old place, it was a fourplex. And so between the Mm -hmm. four units, there was like eight to 12 garbage bags every week. And and I'm like, this is insane. And I'm like putting out my one kitchen size garbage bag every two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and thinking like, man, how do I get this less? But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, it was nuts
1: to see that. Well, even in, in your condo building, you must have a, a garbage or recycling room, right? And, and just taking a look at that once in a while, it's, it's like we, we used to live in a condo as well. And I always found it very depressing when I would come back and be like, wow, this is like full to the brim all the time. Like what is going on? Yeah. But that's great though, that Edmonton started adopting that model.
0: I feel like it was well overdue because I moved here from Nanaimo six years ago. And when I moved here, I was like, what? You guys don't have carts? Like, you're in the dark ages. What's going on here? You don't don't have city compost? What the heck? Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like that was a big win to me, was the city Mm -hmm. bumping up their waste management game. I mean, it still could do better, but, you know, that was a big win. Oh, it's huge.
1: It's a game changer for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's similar to that, on that vein of thought. So we used to live in a condo downtown, which um, a lot of the condos and apartment buildings don't actually have compost, it's kind of like your, your, your situation, right? Yeah. And now we moved your house, so we started composting this year, which is great. And it's super exciting. We're still like learning all the ropes about it, because what goes in, what goes out of it. But that's been fun. And we have a little green plastic bin in our freezer that we put all the scraps, in, and then it goes, you know, take it out when it's full, we put it outside, and... The compost bin or cart, as you call it, <laughs> so that's been fun for us uh, discovering that because it was just not something that we could really do easily downtown before. So that's been a fun, fun yeah. thing to do, and feel much better about having like your food scraps in that than just in the garbage because that makes me
0: sad. So. Yeah. I will say composting in an apartment-style building is much more difficult because, of course, you don't have a yard so you can't just do it yourself. Mm. So it's funny because yeah. the places that have yards are the ones where the city will take your compost. But yeah, that's the ones that don't have <laughs> yards, that can't really do it themselves, have no option for composting. I don't know. It seems a little bit backwards.
1: Yeah. I mean, you found a solution. So you, from what we chatted about before, you ask a friend to help you out with yeah. that, Yeah, right? so
0: I just take mine to a friend of mine's who has a physical house, like a separated house that has the curbside pickup, so I just use her bin with her permission. And then I managed to get my food scraps into composting, but it's still a lot more work than if I would just put it outside my own home. Right. Yeah. I've heard that there's actually like apps, like phone apps. Have you heard of this?
1: Like if you don't have compost or let's say you're traveling or something like that and you're in a new city and you really, really are desperate to compost uh, food scraps, there's like apps that you can get on your phone and it's for people who don't have the capacity to do it but like other people who have compost bins will say like hey you can drop them off at my place or like in my bin or my cart and they'll take them for you um i don't know what the name of the app is but i know it does exist and like some of these are like around the world so it's kind of a fun
0: solution that's amazing um, if people don't have interested. to look into this yeah yeah i'm sure if you
1: just google like composting app or something like that it'll i was pop thinking up, but, that know. this would
0: be a good like business for people to to say hey if you subscribe to our system for like 5 dollars a week we will come and pick up your compost bin if you leave it outside your house on such and such a day for those mm-hmm. people who don't have the cart system maybe there's a way to make some money off that somebody should come up with a solution not me but somebody <laughs> should <laughs> yeah well, there, I mean, there has to be a way to do it. Like, this is one of my
1: biggest, like, pet peeves is the you know, it's so hard to do it in condos or apartment buildings. But there has to be a solution for people who live. Because there's so many people who live in those spaces, right? So, it's just mind-boggling to me that, like, why couldn't there be a composting chute or
0: something? And then
1: somehow, you know, like, yeah I, there has to like be a way to do it.
0: Somebody could just be like, hey, you want to compost, but you live in an apartment? On such and such a day, we'll come pick it up yeah i don't know i think it's very doable it just needs to somebody just needs to go do it there is money to be made here (laughs) let's see Uh, another win for me this year is that i am now the treasurer for waste free edmonton so i feel like i've bumped up congratulations thank you (laughs) i feel like i've moved up in the world and i feel very important now (laughs) (laughs) I am on the board and that makes me very happy because I feel very involved in everything that Waste Free Edmonton is doing and it's just such a great organization with very passionate people and it's like it's such a small group of like core people Mm -hmm. but they care so much and they manage to make this impact and it just amazes me every time that I sit with these people like yes my people. (laughs)
1: So, Do they have any, like, have you guys had any wins in the past year that you want to chat about?
0: I think the biggest thing that's going on right now as far as actual overall progress would be that the Waste Free Edmonton did a proposal for a single-use plastics bylaw. And the oh. city is, has accepted it with some conditions, etc. They're, like, in the process of going through it. So, we're literally making laws <laughs> about how, yeah. like, reducing our waste because the single-use ban, the single-use plastic ban in Canada seems to have just been kiboshed. I'm not sure what happened there. Two years ago, they were like, by the end of 2021, this is going to be a thing. But then I never heard any more about it. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened there, but Waste Free Edmonton working with the city is now making that proposal, at least in the city. If we can't control all of the country, we will at least control our city. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that's, great. Yeah. Uh,
1: And like the legislative change is so hard to to make it happen. So that's great that you guys were able to do something with that.
0: Yeah. Our uh, our founders, Sean and Melissa, are pretty sure they're lawyers. If they listen, they're going to be like, oh, biz, you should know what we do. (laughs) 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 Anyway, so they're like they know about this stuff and they're awesome. So we're all sort of like their support network. And do all like Mm -hmm. helpful with the little things and with awareness and fundraising and that sort of thing. But they are the ones who know all of the jargon and and the processes, et cetera, that make the big differences from the top down. That's great. I guess on a similar train of thought. So um, I live in Toronto
1: now. And in Toronto, we have these, they're called neighborhood climate champions. So basically, the city is divided in different wards. And every ward has a representative as like this climate champion action champion. And, and the idea is that you come up with solutions or ways to like reduce waste or find like, you know, reduce emissions or different, you know, you pick a topic and, and these people come up with programs or projects or ways to find solutions, right? So um, I just got selected for my ward in the last month. So in 2022, I will be representing my ward as one of these people and hopefully working with community groups to do similar work, kind of like what you're doing, um, which is kind of exciting.
0: Oh, that's very really keen.
1: awesome. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So both doing things in the community and that feels awesome.
0: <laughs> on that note, that's kind of going into 2022. Are you ready to talk about your goals? Yes, let's do that. All right. What is your biggest goal? Like what, what do you want to work on?
1: Yeah, so I think it's kind of a two-parter. I'd really like to do, and I'm, I don't know if you do this often, but I really like to do a waste audit. You ever done one of these? Oh yes. Yeah, okay. So the idea for people who don't know, it's it's kind of like you keep track of what you throw out or what and I want to do recycling. This is what the spin is, is I want to really focus on reducing my recycling. hmm And so you basically you keep track of, you know, what kind of goes into your recycling box or like certain products
0: or things like that. I, I just want to hit on that for a second because yeah, some people yeah. listening are like, Why would you want to reduce your recycling? But I just wanna touch on the fact that recycling is only barely better than garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So like trying to get recycling down is still a good thing. You just recycling isn't a solution. <laughs> it's a band-aid. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah. So that's
1: that's the that seems the is that I know, you know, there's certain products that we have and it's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe we have to like throw this out weekly or monthly or whatever it is." Like it's just too much. Yeah. So I really want to do an audit to evaluate what those things are and see if I can find alternatives that are more eco-friendly and trying to reduce the recycling. I think that'll be the biggest uh, challenge for us.
0: What about you? Well, on that note, one more thing from last year. Speaking of reducing recycling, my husband has gone to growlers rather than beer cans and bottles because he can refill Mm -hmm. them. So our recycling has gone down for that. So yeah, there's another win. There you go. (laughs) My biggest thing that I want to work on is really honing in on my food waste because that's really like we're not big consumers of stuff but we eat so we still have to buy food and the most difficult thing that I found is meat so I'm determined this year to like get my chicken from like a local butcher and hopefully it'll be either in paper or they'll put it in my own container maybe hopefully if I can find that that would make me really really happy. That's great. Yeah. yeah, I think that is hard. That is, yeah. It's just, like, every time we throw out a chicken package, I'm like, ugh, styrofoam. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to get around. Like, we don't, we're, we're vegetarians, so we don't uh, have
1: that issue. But I know that, like, you know, and there's so many rules around, like, what you can do when you go to the counter. When, like, some places say yes, some places say no in terms of bringing your own containers. Yeah. So it's definitely, definitely challenging.
0: Yeah, we we eat a lot less than we used to, but we still feel like... Meat is sort of part of our biology. So, and we do choose chicken specifically because it tends to have the least environmental impact of the meats that are out there. <laughs> we do avoid beef specifically. Well, I mean, I can't eat beef anyway, but it <laughs> helps that I can't eat it, but neither does my husband. So, and mm. yeah, just trying to get that more local because it's expensive too, right? Like, as far yeah. as it's one of the more expensive things. So trying to get it local, it makes it that much more expensive. Tried to get it plastic free might also, I don't know. We'll see. But that is something I would like to do. That's great. Yeah. Did you have any other little projects or big projects for 2022? So the other thing that I want to do in the next year is I want to kind of get like a side hustle going on repairing, like sewing repairing for people. Oh, cool. And like a general sewing side hustle business of reducing textile waste. So Mm -hmm. turning things like upcycling things. I hate the term upcycle because I just, I find it very crafty. (laughs) And to me like, Oh, upcycle your old something or other into this piece of art. And I'm like, yeah, but now you have this useless piece of art and like, you can only do that so many times. So yeah, I guess you have to pick how
1: like to create another object that's actual of use to you yeah, the most functional practical. stuff,
0: right? So yeah. anyway, but it is upcycling. I'm not gonna that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so my co-worker's daughter redid the valances in her house. And so I was like, Can I have your old ones? And <sighs> I turned the old ones into tote bags and stockings. Yeah, so like they're becoming new things because the material is still fine it's just dated fabric right mm-hmm. so yeah stuff like that well that sounds like a great initiative i'm excited about that and i know that like working full-time it's 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 not going to be it's going to grow slowly if at all but that is, is one other goal that i have for the next year anything else you have Uh, No, I think the, I mean, I'd kind of be
1: curious about doing um, composting at home, not just using the city one um, in terms of like, we have a yard now. So trying to figure, because I'd like to reuse, like use the composting for soil. So Mm -hmm. that'd be something that I'd be interested in doing. But yeah, those two are the recycling is the big one for me. Did you want to do the wine, cheese and dessert?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. All right, go ahead. What's your wine for the week? Okay so my wine is that my family, specifically, my niece and nephew, my littlest ones, you know, they're very far away. They're still in BC on the island and I it's a long ways to go. and so it's like either a big long drive or like you have to fly, which is what we're doing we did for Christmas, but it's just I, I'm gonna miss everything. My options are, miss them growing up or fly and drive to go see them constantly. Yeah. And so that's yeah. that's sort of my wine. Yeah, that's a tough one. And I mean, I
1: want like, you know, family's so important, so it's it's hard to to circumvent not seeing them, right? Like you, you you need to see them too. So
0: Yeah, I get that. It's not quite the same as it's not quite the same as seeing them like when when you zoom or like FaceTime or whatever. Not yeah, the same. Not for sure. For
1: Mine's very different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of sounds silly in comparison, but uh, we don't go out very often for restaurants for food. But uh, we did uh, our anniversary was recently and we, so we went out. And this year we had the baby with us because, you know, new baby. So when I was packing everything to go to the restaurant, I forgot to bring my container to bring over back the leftovers. feel like so silly. After we just finished eating. I was like, "Oh shoot! I got the container," and I was all disappointed that I had left it. So it's it's not at all the same as yours. But uh, I felt silly in the moment. I was just like, "Oh shoot!
0: I should have should have brought my container
1: with me." Yeah. But, oh, uh,
0: you know, that happens. <laughs> I try to just keep them in my purse, just in case. Mm. <laughs> it's like mine, I have um, collapsible ones. Oh, cool! So that's they don't good. take up yeah. a lot of space, and then I can just like I keep one in my bike pannier, and I keep one in my purse, and we keep one in the car. And that way, hopefully, whenever we're out, we have one.
1: Yeah, a car would be a good idea because I mean, we go so infrequently that it's uh, usually I just
0: bring it when I you go. But yeah, that's a good idea. What's your cheese? Okay. What is a New Year's resolution? What it's something that goes in one year and out the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: good. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's really funny. I actually don't have a cheese oh, no. this week cuz I was I was thinking of a different topic in mind and some.
0: I'll have a good cheese next week though. Okay. Or next time we do this. All right. <laughs> I guess so. I'll let you out of it this time. Yeah. And what's your dessert for the week? Uh, so my dessert is that last year during the pandemic Christmas We were sort of forced to stay home, right? Like, we weren't allowed to go do anything. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was like the best Christmas we've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, we were home. We didn't have anything we had to do and get ready for. It wasn't this big panic. We didn't have a bunch of garbage in our house. We didn't have to drive anywhere. So this year, we did the same thing. And it's just so lovely to just be home with my husband and just enjoy each other for a few days and just relax and do puzzles mm-hmm. and go walk in the lights and just the the panic and the bouncing around from place to place to place that used to be Christmas time is, mm-hmm. and I'm so I'm just really grateful that Christmas has become this, that we've started some new traditions and Christmas is now, a relaxing time where we can enjoy each other rather than this panic and buying and cooking and driving all over the place trying to get everybody in your list, blah, 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 blah. We were just, yeah. we are like, we've been given permission to just tone it down. <laughs> kind of a silver
1: lining of this weird situation that we're yeah. all in.
0: And so it was nice to just we're like, yay, now we have new traditions of not doing anything. <laughs> yeah that's my dessert my dessert for the week is that
1: uh, I was gifted these little reusable bags that are like made of fabric instead of plastic and they're really great because it's just like an and like if you don't want to carry a container that's heavier or something like that like these are like like you said like they're collapsible and they're lightweight which is great so when I take my daughter out and we go out for the day or whatever I can just put some snacks in there and it's just so much easier than um no, it's nicer than plastic bags, so that's been a fun little new product that we have at home that I've been using, and I like it. And they're, like, cute and, like, colorful, and it's just it's a nice alternative to the plastic variety. Excellent.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you don't necessarily need to go out and buy new stuff all the time, but sometimes you get something that just, like, actually changes the game for you. So that's yeah, fun. it's fun. Yeah, it's good. All right. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Thank you to Change Toothpaste who support the expenses of the podcast because it's not free to do and we're all volunteers here. If you would like to reach us out there in listener land at becominglesspod at gmail.com please feel free to write in. Let us know what your wins for the year were and what your goals for next year are. You can also find us on Instagram at becominglesspod or go to wastefree.ca slash becoming less pod for all the ways to connect and listen until next time we can all be a little less than we were yesterday
1: i hear in the background (laughs) so cute